0: And sometime y'all you love him and i love him put your hands together dolomite is my name hey you know auntie i was thinking about putting out a comedy record comedy you've been a singer a shake dancer ha. it's real hard to break in i do whatever it takes to get in i come up with a new character dolomite is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game Your hair. You look like a pimp. It's all pretend. I just created a character. Don't totally <laughs> future. Pull on that. Oh, oh that's a That's right. Whatever it takes, I'm ready to do it. I got to be totally outrageous. It's filthy. You've got a product here that you can't sell or promote. All my life, people have been telling me no. Rudy. sometimes our dreams just don't come true. A man slammed a door in my face. I just found another dope. I want the world to know I exist. You can this ain't funny. And it ain't no brothers in it either. If I get up in that light with my own movie, I could be everywhere all at once. Let's bring Dolomite to the screen. The actors we hire, you're a bit doughier than them. Doughier? Hey, that's Durban Martin. I'm offering you a role in my new motion picture. You think you could just walk up here and hire me? No. What if we let you direct? In storytelling, it's always best to write what you know. You ain't nothing to talk about in my personal life. I deal with the nightlife, club owners, and mobsters, and lots of pimps and kung fu. Do you know karate? No, but I'm a fast learner. I can learn how to chop me a motherfucker. Action.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. I know this 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 is it's been a short break this week, but we we couldn't wait it, and we weren't going to do a full full review for it, but we didn't want to wait for you guys to go how God knows how long until we get to talk about this movie. So Dolomite is my name, dropped on Netflix with Eddie Murphy in the main role of Rudy Ray Moore, and I'm excited to talk to this one about this one with you, JB, a because you've never seen Dolomite before, then so this is kind of your entryway, but also because Eddie Murphy. I don't think gets enough credit as what he can do as an actor. And while this is very much comedy, there's a lot of fun in it. There are moments where he gets to act in a way that we don't really get to see very much. So, um, yeah, yeah, I know. I kind of just jumped in. No Vaseline there. What's going on? It's your boy, CEO Hayes. We're also joined by the prodigal one, DJB. What's going on, bro?
2: JB is my name and fucking up podcast is my (laughs) name. Oh my God, Mr. Eddie Murphy, welcome back,
1: dude! And you know he signed that seventy million dollar uh, deal with Netflix. There are rumors that he's going to do another stand-up special, which I hope he does. But even if that didn't, if that's not the case, I can't wait to see what else he produces. This was a great film, and I don't want to bury the lead at all. I love this from so many different the the perform. There was Wesley Snipes, man, Wesley fucking Snipes.
2: Absolutely, I mean it's it's incredible. Um, I, I I will say though, this is not at least for me, this is not like a, you know, a top five movie ever or anything like that. But we got some special performances. I mean, I can't remember the last time I've seen Eddie Murphy in this sort of performances. We've seen him in a lot of, you know, kind of little kids comedy. I mean, this is like his first R rated movie, I think, since life. Going back like Damn. years ago. Yeah. Cause he's done a lot of different things. But you just touched on Wesley Snipes. I can't remember the last time I've seen Wesley Snipes in this sort of comedic role. Maybe like um to Wong Fu or whatever the hell that was called. That's probably like the last comedy he's ever been in. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed Wesley Snipes. You got to see both these guys doing what they do best. And, um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think it's probably going to get Eddie Murphy into talks of Oscar nom- nominations. I don't think he'll actually get a nomination, but he'll definitely be in the honorable mentions. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think he should. And, you know, I mean, it's already hard for these n- movies that debut on Netflix to get award nominations. So I don't think he's going to get one. But he 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 should win something for this because he played the shit out of this role, bro. Oh, like I, absolutely. Played, and and you mentioned Wesley Snipes too, like, and yeah, he was being goofy, he was being silly and comedic, but like, it's I don't know, man. It was just good to see him, Mike Epps, Craig Robinson, who you like, he, I, you don't get to see him much. Kicking Michael Key, like this this was an all star cast, man. Snoop oh. Dogg was in this fucking movie.
2: I was about to say, you got all those A-listers you just mentioned. Not to mention, we got a little bit of freaking Chris Rock. We got a little yeah. bit of Snoop Dogg. We got a little bit of T.I. I mean, we, the, the cast is absolutely all-star. Um, to top it off, you got Eddie Murphy. So, I mean, I can't say any more good things about this cast. Just an incredible cast, and it's crazy that you got a movie like this on Netflix. It's, you know, that's... We were just, you know, in our, in our episode before this, we were talking a little bit about Netflix, and you know, we mentioned that Netflix is never going to go away, and the reason why they're never going to go away is because they have productions like this. Yeah. Not only movies, but they have their shows. I mean, you know, they've had success with things like Orange is the New Black. I know that they're done with that, but because they continue to do these type of productions, Netflix will always stay alive.
1: Yeah, and I think, too, because we all know Disney Plus is not going to be doing R-rated content. At least I don't expect it. And maybe Netflix becomes the home of stuff like that. And if that happens, they've been knocking it out of the park. Between this deal with... Um, with uh, Eddie Murphy, deal with Adam Sandler, which has produced two, I think two of like the four that he's done have been really good to me. They had to deal with Marlon Wayans before then. This is why Netflix exists. Um, But to get back into this film, I can't stress enough why I feel like this, they've done a good job with Rudy Ray Moore. I think that they left some things out because you can't get everything in just one movie. But I love the fact that they highlighted like his style of, of rhyming because you know he's he's called the grandfather of rap because the rappers took rap. his yeah the godfather of rap because they took his rhyming scheme and turned and used it in hip-hop music and that alone is the cultural impact of that need this story needed to be told but outside of that rudy ray moore was a fucking great comedian and when you get to see him developing that um the dolomite character and how he took it from a real person and, and aspects of his life, but also the fact that with him saying, I just want to be seen. I want I want the world to know I exist. Like that's that's we we're creatives, bro. We do something that we hope gets noticed and that our passion for this type of stuff gets noticed. We're not we're not fucking actors, so we're not even at the level of artistry of like a Rudy Ray Moore. I we'll would never say that. But I, there's something in that that I think we all can relate to of having a talent that we want people to be able to know know that we have the talent in. So
2: This is why we're brothers, because we think like The whole time, <laughs> I, I've never heard of Dolomite ever. You introduced this to me, and by watching this movie, I will 100% go back and watch the 1975 original version um, of Dolomite. But as I'm watching this movie, I'm just stepping back for a second and I'm looking for this movie at what is forget about the comedy you have this guy who is talented he hasn't caught his break yet but all he wants to do is create content he doesn't give a shit if it's acting if it's movies if it's you know stand-up whatever it is he just wants to create content and as I'm watching this I'm like this movie relates to people in our field podcasters youtubers just content creators as a whole you're, everyone is doing their thing. They're doing what they enjoy, and they're looking for 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 a break, um, regardless of if you're trying to do this for a career or not, just for fun, as a hobby, whatever. Everyone can relate to this, and uh, I love the story. It's it's a it's a true underdog story, really. I mean, mm-hmm. you have this guy that is just trying to make it and going above and beyond, trying to, to to see his dreams come true, and and yeah, I mean, I I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed this.
1: Yeah, and I think too, like another aspect that is important is that. Dolomite, the original movie came out in 75. He was 48 years old when that came out. Can yeah. you imagine getting like we are so in a in a microwave society where we feel like we have to get success so quick. We all want to feel that instant level of gratification. Can you imagine working at something, being good at something? He's he said it so many times in this movie, cutting his cutting his teeth in the underground scene of going like uh place to place to do his comedy. But can you imagine your big break not coming into your almost 50? People expect you to be on the downside of whatever you're doing by that point. To kind of be just settled into life, settled into working your 9-to-5. To still be chasing your dreams at that much, I think is an important part to also point out in the story. Because it it's never, never too late to chase your dream.
2: Yeah, I mean, he had the ambition. He had the never-say-die attitude. And age didn't mean anything to him. And, you know, yeah. he, along the way, he had doors closed on him but he continued to look like even he said in the movie continued to look for other doors and that's just really him so it was a great story being told but i do want to ask you and just kind of step away from the movie just for a second uh mm-hmm. this movie is known as uh the term is called black point black Boy station right now mm-hmm. i want to ask you as a, as a as an african-american because a lot of people take this term and they they you know, some people don't care and some people take this term as something that's derogatory or oh these movies are just stereotypical. This is not really how black people act, and it's just stereotypical and it's it's a downgrade for our, our race and our generation. What are your what are your feelings on that?
1: So in my opinion, there's a there's a there's a bad side of black sportation films and then there's a positive side, if that makes sense. For example, with Dolomite, this was a black man giving our type of comedy funded by himself a black director there's nothing that like you can't exploit your own culture in that way you can make fun of it um, but i think there's the other side of it where's these white studios that force act these actors to act a certain way because it may, like to like in my opinion like when you make a black actor seem like they play characters that are stupid that's the bad side of it when they play characters that are jive just because they oh this is all black men can do it's it's a problem to that um so there's a and yeah is it does that sound conflicted did I just contradict myself there a little bit yeah but that's just it's some it's some things that we can do within our culture that people from outside of our culture can't come in and try to and try to exploit or profit off of in my opinion and that's what makes it bad
2: yeah I, I agree with you um there's, there's two different types of movies that, to do this when it comes to this particular genre. And one is like what we saw with uh, Dolomite and Dolomite is My Name. And then another one is where you just have a black person there as sort of a puppet. And, yeah. and you know, th- that's pretty much the difference. But like you said, Dolomite is 100% not that bad version of this. Uh, again, you know, I can't say enough good things about Dolomite. And,. Um, It's funny because the critics... I'm talking about the original Dolomite. When in the movie they are talking about... He got all these bad ratings for Dolomite. Mm -hmm. Um, And it made me think about critics nowadays. It's so... I I don't understand how critics think. I can't tell you the amount of movies that I've seen where critics absolutely shitted all of the movie. And I saw the movie and I'm like, this is amazing. Or on the flip side, critics were like, oh, this is amazing and the best thing ever. And I watched it and I'm like, what the hell is this? So I don't know... What makes a critic a critic? I don't know. I, I mean I don't I I don't understand critics because for me nine times out of ten I totally disagree with critics.
1: I think I think look I'm so I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate, and I'm also gonna like come at him a little bit. So the devil's advocate side of me is anytime you do something as a profession and that's all you do, I think you become a little jaded naturally. I think like you once you start watching films for a living, it's like. Everything you kind of lose the you kind of lose the passion for it, I guess, so to say. Like it's it's just like if you have a favorite meal, but then say you have to eat that favorite meal every day for the rest of your life because it's your favorite meal, you're gonna start getting disgusted by it. Um, and I think that that plays a part. But on the flip side of that, I think a lot of it is politics that happen in film reviews as well. Did that studio pay this critic? Because if they didn't, then you may get a bad review. Or if if you're a critic and you give a movie a, a good review. And then the pub the public ends up hating it. Next time that director has a movie, you may be a little bit harder on it because you got some backlash for supporting this director before. I do think there's a politic aspect to it as well, and that's why I love like in, like what we do, podcasts like independent film reviews. I trust the, like I don't go to critics anymore. I don't really look at Rotten Tomatoes. If I look at Rotten Tomatoes, I'm looking at the users review. I'm not really looking at the critics review. I like listening to podcast that, that uh, review film because there's no politics in that at all. You get that raw and uncut opinion.
2: Yeah, I agree with 100%. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's all politics. Um, That's why we get a lot of things the way we do. I actually do look at Rotten Tomato and I do look at IMDb. Not because I'm trying to figure out, like, oh, should I watch this movie or not? But I just like to see, based on what I saw, how IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes compare. And a lot of times, if I go on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes and I see a high rating, chances are the movie's going to be good because IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, their their, uh, rating system is... Harsh as shit. So if they have high ratings on those things, chances are the movie's actually going to be good. Okay. And while we're on the subject, uh, Dolomite is my name. Actually got a seven point four on IMDb because I did check. Seven point four on IMDb is really high. I know it doesn't sound high, but it really is high for IMDb. And on Rotten Tomato, it got a ninety seven percent. And nothing gets ninety anything. On is that Rotten critics Tomato. or is that users? That's critics. Uh, users, I believe, was um, oh uh, man, I want to say it was ninety one. It was. They were both ninety percent, though.
1: See, and and when it is the same, like if both critics and users are high on it, that's usually when you know you're in for a good a good ride. Um, but yeah, it, I I just really don't see. I I get I get why people have problems with certain movies. I I have problems with this one. I don't want to make it seem like I just feel like it's the perfect film, but sometimes it's more about the story. And the story in this, I don't see how people can have a problem with.
2: Yeah, I mean, again, the story—just one man trying to. Make it in this world. There's no reason whatsoever you should be able to dislike this movie or not like the story. I mean, there's so many other stories like it. I mean, you know, just to, just Rudy. I mean, I remember Rudy is one of my favorite movies from back in the day. I'm talking about Rudy, the guy who Football, was... Football, Notre Dame. Exactly. I mean... This is this is another Rudy here that it's the same uh-huh. story. I mean, the only difference is one was trying to make it into college football. The other's trying to make it into the entertainment business. They both have that underdog story where ultimately they make it. I mean, not to jump ahead, but this movie, for all the shit that it got, ended up grossing millions of dollars at the mm-hmm. end.
1: On the budget that it did.
2: $100,000 budget.
1: Yeah, and then, like, the... I love the fact that they showed that he was getting the money from the mob. Like... <laughs> and and it's funny because like and they they depict the you know most mobsters they come off as loan sharks like right. they're like they're like rudy are you sure you want to do this like you're gonna we're gonna own everything if, if this film fails like the fact that they they even believed in this guy like they really want they like he had that charisma seemingly that it's like if you put him in a room with anybody almost he was going to sell that room and that like that that's
2: amazing and when you're trying to put over yourself, being a salesman is is key. And he sold himself in every room he was with. Doesn't matter who he was dealing with directors, um, tr- financial backings, whatever it was, he could always sell himself. And that's why ultimately he got the success he got at the end. Yeah,
1: yeah. And um, what did you think about like them putting like when they was that an old hotel that they were filming the movie in?
2: So uh, I want to – I I believe it was a hotel, the Dunbar Hotel, and he turned it into Dolomite Studios. And even that, I mean, um, I don't know how, again, factual all this is, but he was so freaking brilliant because here's this guy that barely has any money. How the hell is he going to afford to get a studio? Well, there's the Dunbar Hotel that's been closed off. It's now filled with, like, junkies and and homeless people. So what does he do? He hits up the landlord and is like, hey, I'll take care of this place. You know, don't – don't charge me anything, and I'll take care of this place. I'll clean it up, and I'll take care of it. The landlord's, hey, go do whatever you want. And bam, we have Dolomite Studios.
1: Yeah. what is What was the funniest part of this movie to you?
2: Honestly, the funniest part of this movie, and I know people are going to be like, what the hell? It's when they were shooting the sex scene for Dolomite. Yes. Because yes. talking to Here's what I want to ask you. How many, and I'm not trying to get personal, but I think the people out there want to know. COAs. How many times have you made love to a woman to the point that the sh- the chandeliers are rocking and the ceiling is collapsing onto the bed? How many times has no, that happened?
1: None. None. I need to get on the Dolomite's level, apparently.
2: Um, you need to get on that the, Dolomite tip.
1: But the fact that everybody in that room was looking like, is this for real? Is this what they're doing? But then they all said, but this shit was hilarious. Like, that... I can't wait till you see the actual movie, bro. I can't wait till you see the actual Dolomite movie. But yeah, it's... It, it's it's crazy man it's, um, that was funny as hell and Wesley Snipes' reaction to it like that sold that scene like that made that scene to me
2: in terms of yeah I mean it was absolutely funny and just to, to talk about Wesley Snipes real, real quick I've seen a shit ton of Wesley Snipes movies and I don't ever remember seeing a movie of Wesley Snipes where his reactions were so great I mean so many different times in this movie where his reaction just said it all um he's he's done small comedies i mean he's done white man can't jump there was some comedy in that and some other things where there's a little bit of comedy inside of it but his reactions were just incredible in this movie and again when's the last time we've seen freaking wesley snipes i mean blade i mean i don't even remember the last time we've seen wesley snipes no he
1: had a movie after he got out of jail for the tax evasion thing he had it was like it was a a gang type movie that he did. And he's done He's done some direct-to-DVD stuff over the last few years. Well, d- direct-to-streaming, I guess. He was also in The Expendables. Um, okay. He was in Chirac, too, which was... Uh, was that a Spike Lee joint? I'm not sure, but he was in Chirac. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he's done some stuff, but it's been few and far between. He's actually incoming to America, too.
2: Yeah, we didn't really talk about that. And actually, the person who directed this movie, I believe his name is... Um Something Brewer, I forget his first name. Uh, he's done hustle and flow, and he's actually doing coming to America as well. So, definitely excited to see that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's what's up, man. What else you got?
2: I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, we can go into the ratings. Uh, there's not really. I can't. Normally, we like to we like to say about like you know we, we give the highlights, but we also give some negatives. And truthfully, I really can't think of any negatives. <laughs> um, even something minor, I really can't think of anything. I mean. The, the movie was gold to me. I mean, it was it was far more than I expected. I really didn't expect it to be like this. It's a biopic, a Netflix biopic, so I didn't really think it would be like amazing. But overall, I en- I enjoyed it. And more than anything, I'm so glad we got this version of Eddie Murphy because we haven't seen this version in a long time where it was comedy but also it was very serious acting. And I, and I really think, like I said at the top of the show – Eddie Murphy is absolutely back and 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 I can't wait to see what he does next and actually the same goes for Wesley Snipes as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it it's 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 it was just a great film. Like it just honestly was. It was a great film. If I had any uh negatives to point out, it would be that I would have liked to see more like I feel like we start if this was a regular studio film, a biopic, I feel like we started off in the second act. I feel like they would have rushed, what was the third act in this film would have been a rushed third act in any other film. But I would have liked to see more of his younger life before his 30s, before his 40s, of him like coming up a coming little up. bit. We didn't get that. Uh, we So I, that would have been my preference a little bit, but I can understand why we didn't. Because we got so much of the making of Dolomite, the actual film, that... It made, it made up for it to me, but it just would have been nice to see that backstory filled out a little bit more. That's if I had to critique something. See, this is why critics are the way they are, because you have to, like, they try to find something. But, you know, that's just, that's really a minuscule part in what I feel like was a great film.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I can see that. Um, they didn't tell a lot of his backstory, but we got so much meat and potatoes. In the whole shooting of uh, Dolomite. And at the end of the day, we still got about... A, I think at the, the final clocking was an hour and 58 minutes, if not mistaken. So you pretty much have a two-hour movie. Now you talk about uh, the prequel and him coming up. You're talking two and a half, three-hour movie. And you don't want a movie like this to drag on. So... Um, it, there's a thin line between how how much you want this movie to be. I mean, we we reviewed, um, what was it reviewed the other day and it was like freaking two and a half hours long? What was that? It's chapter two. It, it chapter two. Two it was like two hours and forty something minutes, something like that. So you don't yeah. want it to drag on too much. So I think it was a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't I don't I don't think it's something that much missed, but I understand you're trying to find something, just anything. So I can yeah. see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. What about ratings?
1: R- gotta see it. That's it. You gotta see it. I'm not going to even do the number sheet. You got to see this movie, I feel like. If you are, are interested in the comedy scene or if you just want to see the story of an underdog, uh, there's so many different angles you can take of it, and it all, all leads to see the goddamn
2: movie. I 100% agree. Got to absolutely see this one. And the movie was so good that I'm, I will absolutely be seeing Dolomite, the original, the 1975 version. Um, <laughs> you got I, I to record your this. Yeah, I yeah. mean, after seeing this, how could you not want to see the movie that that just blew up and 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 did so well i'm
1: I'm surprised netflix didn't try to secure like a deal to show dolomite the actual film on netflix right before this because you know usually they do that like um there's something that what just came out there's a movie that just came out um oh terminator now they're showing the original terminators on netflix like they they netflix is usually good about trying to get those right to to stuff like that i wish they i'm surprised that they didn't in this case so
2: yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they're going to maybe go after it. I don't know if it's too late or not, but yeah. I can guarantee you the Tolemite is going to get some views after this movie.
1: Oh, yeah, it's going to be streaming, even if it's not on Netflix. If Hulu. Somewhere. Pick, there's, somebody's going to pick this up to where it's on streaming soon. And it's probably going to have a whole new audience and do huge numbers after this.
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Well, that's it, man. Go ahead and give them your social media so we can go. We gave y'all bastards two episodes this week, so no complaints. <laughs>
2: absolutely of course i can be reached on twitter at the p1jb that's at t-h-e p1jb Co hayes i know uh you want to tell them what's in store for the rest of november and also what what kind of breaking news we have coming up
1: (laughs) so yeah i I guess i should have got into this before social media so we are actually uh going to be debuting on the hami media group which um Uh, Big Ray over there is actually someone we've known from back in the wrestling podcasting days. So uh, what they're building over there, we respect you actually on another podcast over there. So the fact that this will be airing over well, this podcast will be airing over there as well just makes sense. They actually had a hole where they didn't have much entertainment news and discussion. So really excited about our debut there. And and for anyone who's now listening to us who came that way from the Hami Media Group, hello you bastards.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And what do we got coming up for November? Mm -hmm.
1: We have Terminator, uh, Dark Fate. We got Irishman coming up. And whatever little mini-review we may come up with, like this, this was not on the plan, but Dolomite was such a great one we decided to do a mini-review for you. The one thing that you will get with the film frequency is... We're going to try to be as comprehensive as, as what we can with film and TV, whether it be news, whether it be quick review. So you never know. You just need to subscribe because uh, shit could be dropping to your feed a lot.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, look out for just unexpected drops on podcasts. We got the Facebook page going right now. We're going to have a lot of content on the Facebook page. Obviously, we have our Twitter. So just a lot of stuff coming. So just be prepared. Like CEO Hey said, subscribe because you don't want to miss it exactly
1: well you can follow me on CEO Hey, you can follow us collectively at the film bros this has been another episode of the film for we are
2: motherfuckers
0: <laughs> oh he's back the man is out of sight ooh he's a tough son of a gun y'all aliens do my high I heard him a coming even before it's time, and I ain't lying. Listen, on the day that he was born, his papi was signed saying no.